Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to what could end up being the final episode of Beyond the Red Waste. My name is Erica. Across from me is Bob. Yo. I know we've spoken about maybe getting some people on the record about what they thought of the show as a whole, but, uh, I mean, we've talked about doing stuff after the seasons have ended before, and nothing ever ends up panning out. So, uh, here we are to talk about the finale of uh, Game of Thrones. Uh... Just for myself, I think this is probably the best way it could have ended up after last week. You know, if you if you divorce yourself a little bit from the execution and look at the result... Um, oh, but, I mean, Bran sitting the Iron Throne, or being ruler, is the dumbest thing ever. Yes, I agree. We agree? Okay, yeah, we, cool. I agree on that. Um, I mean, there was some stuff in this episode that I thought was very, very stupid, but overall, I'm kind of okay with everything. I I think, you know, John leaving to just be with the free folk. He's always had a crush on Tormund. It's true. How could you not? Man, the fan fiction. So much fan fiction, bro. Uh, no, I think that works. He was never really. And he never wanted to rule. He never he, wanted it. So, And as long as he would ever be in Westeros... There was always going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, and you look back, it's like uh, the old maester from those first couple seasons. What was it? Uh, Master Aemon? Mm-hmm. He was a Targaryen from the old dynasty, so... Right. Sometimes we got to put it aside and... This way? Head up north and just go hang with Tormund and Ghost. So apparently that one little pets there, that was uh, very expensive with CG, and we could only do it once this season. Yes. So. Yes. I was uh, glad my prediction of him going up, though, and hanging out with Tormund and Ghost was correct. Was it really a prediction, or was that a ship? No, that's more of a prediction. Mm-hmm. No, you ship Tormund to Brienne. Mm-hmm. Come on, Bob. Come on. Uh, I actually really, really, really liked the scene where Brienne was uh, filling out Jamie's Jamie's entry in the book. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was very well done, and I'm glad that they took the time to do, to that. do that. Yeah, um, pleased that she's. I, I'm assuming Kingsguard, the uh, head of the Kingsguard. That's Captain pretty of rad. The Kingsguard, right? And you got uh, Pod. Pod. I'm glad we got to see him one last time as uh, Sir Podrick now. Mm-hmm. Got the upgrade. Good for him. <sighs> we had to see Bronn. I was a little surprised. Master of coin. Master of Lord coin. Lord of Highgarden. The master of coin is willing My to man. fund uh, <laughs> the brothels. Fixing the brothels. <laughs> he knows what's up. <laughs> and what was Sir Davos? Uh, master of ships. Master of ships. And we had uh, Grandmaster, or Maester Sam, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they said they needed it. There were still a few positions they had to fill. But yeah, like the Master of Whispers, uh, Master of War. Yeah, uh, I was really worried they were going to kill Tyrion, and I was very prepared to be very pissed off. But I'm pleased he survived. Yeah, um, and is still hand. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what else? Who else did we get? Uh, Sansa's Queen in the North. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that she was like, yeah, nah. I'm curious about the scoring on that. 
I mean, you're taking a you're taking a throne, so we'll see. But the the the, the rules are tied to the Iron Throne. They are, but it still counts as an upgrade. Yes. So you might get like twenty five points for that instead of the two hundred. Right. Right. Actually, whoever had Bran or Bran uh, might give uh, the person in our league that was in the lead uh, run for their money. Um, she probably has Bran too. She probably does. She got everyone. Bitch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it, this was you know this was uh this definitely was a series finale. It just was hitting the beats and mm-hmm. just checking in on right. You kind of got to peek in and, on everybody that was so you I, I quote unquote mattered that was still alive. Yeah, right. We got uh, Yara in there. You got um. Edmure Tully from River Run. Uncle, um, sit down. Just sit down. You're making an ass of yourself. You got Gendry in there. You got uh, uh, Robin in there one last time. You got the fucker from Dorne because it's like, shut up, just shut up, just stop. Don't, just don't, just oh, Dorn. stop it. Um. Uh. So the Danny stuff. I mean. I just think they went from zero to tyrant so fast mm-hmm. that you're having her give like I, I hesitate to call it fascist speeches, but it kind of had that. Oh come on, that, that was that, lined up to like that sort of flavor. Nazi imagery, a little bit, right? Just with the big flag and all that. Yeah, like where did you get that flag? I must see. That was my first thought, but I'm assuming it's off of one of the ships. It's a sail. Is my guess. Mm-hmm. Very important to get that up, though, Bob. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Mm-hmm. But just all the cuts to like the um, the uh, Dothraki like going crazy. It was just kind of like, okay, pump the brake a little bit here. Okay, I got it. Also, and this is so nitpicky, but it's still insane to me that. There's like that many Dothraki and that many horses. Yeah. After the long night. Yes. You know, it's just kind of like. Eh. Yeah, that didn't actually. That's I mean, the, whatever. Yeah, the battle, at this point, but. Probably showed on fine. screen. Yeah. He did get confirmation that Jamie and Cersei were actually dead. Yeah, I had a problem with that scene. Yeah. Um, and that uh, how the hell was anything still standing? From the way they showed it, it looked like it all just kind of toppled down and wasn't just a couple rocks, which is what they showed. Right. So I guess, I mean, this episode was really Tyrion's. He was acting his ass off. Yeah, he was. You know? So I understand why that was in there, but from a logical perspective, it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. But that's been this, this whole last couple seasons. Right. Um... Um... What did you think of? Uh, well, let's talk about the entire like Danny death scene because you've got John rolling up. Uh, the dragon appears out of the snow, ash, ash snow, snow ash, whatever you want to call it. Snash, snash, and um, it's way too close to snatch. It is way too close to snatch, but whatever, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, and lets him in. You know, just kind of like, yeah, sure, dude, do you do your thing. You do what you need to do. And then you get um, 
uh, Danny never actually sitting on the Iron Throne. She just gets to touch it. Uh, throne room looks pretty much. I'd have to go back and watch the episode, but very similar to the vision from the house. There's of no the way Undying. you don't just immediately sit, wouldn't you? Just, just recline, like, right? I'm sad. It is done. Really get the good lounge like across the uh, the armrests. Mm-hmm. Just really like. I feel like dig there's in. really good potential for some arguments in. Uh, in uh, in fantasy league, based on the fact she didn't sit on the throne. Well, right? Did she actually? Does she actually get the points? She will. The way the scoring has been this season, she will. Um. But um, yeah. What 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 were your thoughts on? Well, and then they they have a little banter back and forth and. John is like, you're aware that they're still, you know, killing prisoners in the streets, right? That you've, like, murdered children. You're cool with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she seems to be, because whatever. Yeah. And then it, they... It was the... it was, You know, they're going through all that, and it's the... It was the... Uh, they don't get a choice line. Right. You know? But it's kind of funny, because that moment is like... But then later when they're picking the king and Sam is like, well, maybe everybody should get to choose. And all of the people sitting there start laughing in his face. So right. it's kind of like, all right. So what are you, what, what, what message are you trying to say in here, Game of Thrones? Not a wrong one. <laughs> anyway. Um so yeah, it's that line, and then they're making out, and then John stabs her in the Gank. chest, gets ganked. Um, I thought the Dr- uh, Drogon burning the Iron Throne was very stupid. Yes, it was extremely stupid because it's like a dragon doesn't know what that is. No, the dragon has no context for what that is. No, it doesn't care. So why? For funsies. And I mean, I thought it odd that, and he is a Targaryen, I understand this, but it's weird to have the dragon come up and be like, oh, my mom is dead and he killed her and like nothing to happen there. Right. Like if they didn't do that, people would be like, well, where the fuck was Drogon? Why didn't Drogon show up and do anything? It was one of those impossible situations because it's like, well, what do you kill the dragon and then kill Danny? Like, what? What's the, you know? And then the flying off with the body was a little weird, odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not, if if they don't end up showing us like where it ends up, you yeah. know? Maybe she's still alive. <gasps> da da da. da. Um. You know, it'd be it'd be interesting if we could be having the same conversation if the rest of the season had been good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, a series finale inherently is very difficult to do. Yes, it is. You know, because there's, there's a lot you have to wrap up. Um, and it's hard, to, you know, you can't have the climax of your season be in the, the final episode. So, inher- yep. inherently... It's the denouement. It's the... Yeah. So, 
Right. It's so, the breath after. Right. So it's always, it, it's never, the, the your series finale is never going to feel the way it, I think a lot of people think it should. Right. Um, but if you, you know, if the whole, if the lead up to it had been satisfying, um, you know, maybe it wouldn't have fallen quite as flat. I don't even think I'd argue that it fell flat. I think this is the best you could have hoped for given the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, where everything was so rushed and just, it was like, yeah, this is, you know, they tied up the, the loose ends that you still had out there and had endings for most of your characters. That well, Every character that, you know, people still probably gave a shit about. Mm-hmm. So, fine. It was fine. Yeah. I don't think it was the dumpster fire that the internet was uh, claiming it was going to be. Well, I think, again, I don't like Bran as king. No, I think that's very stupid. Um, But I do think... I do think that falls in line with Game of Thrones and subverting expectations... Is it that subverting expectations thing? It, it's just it's annoying now because mm-hmm. there's like there's good you can do a good swerve. Ned Stark dying at the beginning of the first season is an amazing swerve. Yes, because it's like oh this has been our guy, this has been who we've been following, and now you're showing me that yeah we're playing for keeps. Everybody's up for grabs. But you can't keep doing that because mm-hmm. then it because it, it's like it, to use WWE as an analogy, it's like you you build up your story to a logical pro, you know, there's a logical progression to the story, right? And then there's kind of a logical endpoint where all of your stuff. I'll, no, I don't have to take WWE. I'll take Jamie as an example, mm-hmm. where you have this kind of redemption story going. And then at the very end, it's, oh no, I'm still in love with my psychopathic sister. Let me go die with her. Yeah. When it's like, well, we were going this way. And then you decided to go that way for a very unsatisfying conclusion. Yeah. So. Well, it's just the, the stuff with Bran. I mean, and, and this is another one where maybe if they hadn't done such a crappy job with him throughout the course of the show. Because I still don't know what the purpose of him was. Right. Right? A, you know. Like, what did you do uh, that, like, and you have no, no, I mean, you can get, I guess you can make the argument for any, I mean, any other king from any you know the lines of succession that's like well what do you know about ruling you know what have you done but well, and then so Tyrion's speech and he's like he's the three-eyed raven and the fact that no one was like what was that what's the, what, what's the three-eyed raven right like and you talk about oh the power of a story I mean he's got you know, he's got a good argument. There is a half decent argument for Bran in that, you know, he's not going to worry about an heir, um, or not a a blood heir. Well, I think the way that they're they're going to do it now is it gets nominated. It, you get chosen from this council of the right of the highborns and whatever. So it's not it's a republic. 
Kind of. Not really. It's more of an electoral college situation. <laughs> I wish I had a good Trump impression. Oh, because you need the you need the hands. You need well, you need the hands, but I just can't do the voice. We're starting a Jaeger program. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's the one you went with. Are you surprised? No, no. <laughs> We're gonna rebuild the wall. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna make Eastwatch great again. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, my impression is not very good, but. You can't see the hands. No. The hands are very important. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it was the best that we could have hoped for. I wasn't... The only parts that I was kind of like... <sighs> was Danny's, you know, speech. Because I was like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, the dragon burning the Iron Throne for no reason. <sighs> and then... Um, Brand's hitting the Iron Throne. And I guess the... I, I don't know. Did you... did When when, when Danny... When, when John stabbed Danny... Mm-hmm. Did you feel shocked? No. Mostly because I think we've been calling that since last season. That Danny was going to die. Oh, I think long before that. Well, and the problem was that after... Was it the Red Wedding? It's after one of the big, like, moments, they said, oh, we have one more big surprise. So you go through your head, and you're like, well, what's the craziest... What could be it? What's the craziest thing they could do? And it's, oh, well, they're going to kill Danny. hmm Duh. You know? It's like, don't say stuff like that. You know? It, it's like when you, you watch a movie trailer uh, uh, for a film that's coming out, and like the twist at the end will blow your mind. It's like, why would you say that? Don't say that. Because now, your entire fucking movie, I'm looking for the twist. Mm-hmm. And all I'm doing is sitting there like, well, that could be something. or that. I'm not enjoying the movie. I'm trying to outsmart the movie. Right. Just don't say anything. Just let me enjoy the thing. You know? But no, I think there's stuff that people could be mad about in this. I just don't think it's going to be the the... White hot rage we were all kind of expecting. No, I you know, I don't think I expected it to to be like unbelievably bad. Uh I don't know, after last week my, my hopes weren't very high. Yeah, I well last week was just bad. <laughs> but uh it, it's it is going to be interesting to, uh, you know, read uh, some more of that, you know, the, the deeper analysis into the writing, and especially to hear from people who are actual script writers. And not only that, I'm looking forward like to that. seeing uh, what is it, the avocado usually does. Mm-hmm. They have their. Uh, they don't only really do a review; they just post like a. Uh, here's where you can talk about the latest yeah. episode. I'm looking forward to the conversation on that tomorrow. And then the folks that we've always spoken with about the show, you know, which is pretty much everybody we know, Mm -hmm. you know, but it just sucks because I feel like, you know, for at least the last three seasons, it's It's not the show it was. It's more or less been watching because you're like, "Mm, I feel like I should (laughs) not because you necessarily want to. No. And I think that's, that's a fair point, you know, 
You're like, oh, I'm invested. I might as well just keep watching. Well, and I think one of the prevailing sentiments I saw online was, I might not get to see what the book ending is, so I want to see an ending. Right. Because what I've seen is that they were working off of a, a basic outline, I guess, mm. that George gave them. Right. But then, I mean, who the fuck knows about that? That could be all hearsay and conjecture, but it's an ending. So you get to see an ending. Yeah. Which is fine. And from that perspective, you know. Right. It's, I think one of the... Um, One of the issues that I've had with the show from for a long time was just John Snow, how how important John Snow was to the show, but he never was really super charismatic. You know what though? I kind of like that didn't bother me because you don't you don't always have to be charismatic. The leader doesn't always have to be like. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I would follow him to the, like the ends of the I mean I he ins- he's just always depressed. I mean you know I mean, to be fair, right? Alright. Got kind of a shit life. Shipped off to the Night's Watch when you're like what, sixteen years old? Like, yeah, okay. Night's watch. Later. You know. Hey, Night's Watch. And then you got all this shit on you. You find out you're fucking your aunt. I mean Yeah, I think he he's yeah, earned the right to be a little brooding. This is my brooding forest. <laughs> um, and no, I think he was always most comfortable, you know, on the wall. That's where he kind of came up and who he really realized who he was as a person. So it's fitting that he gets to kind of go there and do that. There was part of me that was half expecting Arya's boat to fall off the side of the uh, the flat earth. I mean, we're not watching a Monty Python sketch, so. <laughs> but what did you feel about that? Her just being like, yeah, deuces, I'm out. I think it makes sense for the character because she was she was never going to be, she was never comfortable as um, a highborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just, you know, she, up to that point, has spent her... You know, for the last, for the entirety of the show, she spent her life on the road, you know, and that's just where she's comfortable. Uh, Do you feel that the show ultimately did right by the Starks? I do. Uh, They, you know, at the end, they, they got what, you know, who, the ones who survived. Right. (laughs) Um... More or less got, you know, good endings. And have a very sort of influential... Yeah. I mean, Sansa's a queen. Right. Which is what she always wanted. Um, hey, did she always want to be a queen? Well, it's, I mean, I think the, when she was a kid, it yeah. was, I want to marry a prince and right. have it all be, you know, sparklers and roses, but, you know... Mm-hmm. But you know, it fits the she fits the role. Um, well, right, because she's and, you grown know, into it if, yeah. with all of you know her experience, and she cares about the North. Mm-hmm. Um, Arya's gonna do whatever the hell Arya wants to do, right? 
she doesn't have a, there's no one left on her list so she's kind of been set free and I do still think about like when, when she was talking about Danny with John it's just like you've you wiped out an entire house you know like you you've murdered so many people I, I don't know maybe uh, the hound was just a really good influence <laughs> That your son's in that pie. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, just some of the the characterizations and the, the one one of the things that I saw a lot too on uh online in the last week was how suddenly the show was holding Danny to the modern morality. Whereas the show has always kind of been with that sort of medieval kind of it's war this is what we got to do you know right. so um i mean i think i still think it's incredibly out of character to have her just be like yeah i'm destroying this entire city and fuck you mm-hmm. but i don't know i've seen a lot of arguments both ways and i still think it's it's it was very out of character for I, her to just start killing innocents i think it was too and you know the because it's not that she hasn't done bloodthirsty shit before. Because mm-hmm. she has. Yeah. And Tyrion talks about it in this episode. Yeah. But it was always, you know, people who either wronged her. Or evil. Right. Well, evil. Quote, quote unquote, unquote evil. right? Bad people doing bad things. I mean, that, things. that... That... You know, the speech he gave uh, to Jon Snow in his episode... You know, that was very believable and, you know, it made sense. It's like, no, she just killed a bunch of innocent people this time. Not people she perceived as evil or people who definitely were evil. Right. No, these are people that, and she's assigning them, like she's not understanding the concept that the small people don't give a fuck. Right. They're not followers are Cersei. No, it's just we like to be safe and raise our children and have food. And, you know, their queen has been assigned to them. Right, exactly. No one really chose her. Right. So, and, um, you know, so so that's why I wonder, like, I would love to to have watched this same episode with a better lead up. Because I think it probably makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, I think so too. But they did such a piss poor job of pushing Danny over the edge. Right. Just having it come out of nowhere. And they did nothing with Bran. No. The whole time. No explanation for anything, so... No. Not at all. Why do you think I came down here? Da- uh, go fuck yourself, dude. You how about you? How about fuck you? Hell. How's that? All right. You little shit. I did. I I will enjoy. I do enjoy. I'm gonna punish you by making you hand the. Game. I mean that was kind of great. Well, because they've uh, like. I did him squirming and be like, no, I, I can't be. Please just the- let me die. <laughs> just let God me die. Um. Well, that's that's kind of been a theme through the entire show. I mean, especially back in that first season, it was, no, the Hand of the King is a shit-ass job. Yeah. King gets to do whatever the fuck he wants, you have to rule the kingdom. That sucks. Yeah. I did also like the scene where uh, 
he like came up and uh with daenerys and she's like oh you let your brother free and he's like yeah and you killed an entire uh city of innocence so mm-hmm. uh threw the badge on the table i enjoyed that mm-hmm. <laughs> oh and i mean it just you're sitting there and you imagine he's got the you know barris was right and that was wrong Cool. <laughs> oh, poor Varys. At least Braun made it. Braun made it. Good old Braun. One of our guys made it. See on your team. Yeah. There you go. You're gonna get some points. I'll get a couple. I'll get a couple. You had some good lines in that last uh, that last thing too, so you should be good. Are there points for surviving the series? That I don't know. I don't know if they uh, added that this time. Because there should be. If you survived, you should get... One would think you should get some points for it. Yeah. I would argue that, but who knows. But my team is decimated. I've got like three people left. <coughs> but Brienne will get some decent points, I think. Because she got an upgrade too. So, but there... I found it odd that she would leave Sansa. Yeah. I mean, I liked seeing her as, you know, head of the Kingsguard now, mm-hmm. but it felt odd to me that she wouldn't stay up north with Sansa. Of all the things not to have a scene about. Right. You'd think there'd at least be like a conversation. That would have been like a great two minute scene. Something. Not even two minutes. You could do it in a minute. Just yeah. why, you know, even if it was, well, you know, I, I want to keep Jamie's like, I want to, you know keep Jamie's legacy going or something like that. Yeah. It, something. And I think maybe they did that. That's why they had that scene with the book, you know, to give like some reason for why she's there. Mm-hmm. But it just seems odd when she swore her, pledged herself to protect Sansa that she would, she would leave. Cause really who does Sansa have up North with her? Yeah. Alice Karstark, who's on my team, and... Nothing. Fat lot of nothing. That's all right. What are you going to do? Oh, oh, the bringing the book up. You're like, oh, it's a song of ice and fire. fire. Fuck off. All right. I think we all knew that was going to happen, but it was just like, can we not, What I really wanted it to be... There and back again? No. I wanted... (laughs) I want... Like, I think it would have been... They would never do it, but it would have been hysterical if it, there was a a uh, a time jump, which we didn't get a time jump. I was surprised there was no predicted. time jump. I thought for sure time jump. Um, we got a like a really far time jump, and it cuts. You know, you come in on Samwell writing a book. It's George R. R. Martin. It's George. Yeah. <laughs> or you go really stupid. You go Battlestar Galactica with it, and you go like thousands of years in the future, and it's just modern day United States. And somebody picks up, ooh, a song of ice and fire. I don't think you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> oh, but that was, that was just like, we did we have to do that? We didn't have to do that. You didn't, there was no need to do that, guys. Nope. I guess you could argue it was worth it for the year not, you're not in there. Uh, uh, line, but eh. well, excuse me. Erica. So, who who was your MVP of the season? 
MVP of the season? MVP of the season. MVP of the season. I think it's... I think it's got to be Tyrion. That's the first one that's coming to my mind, too. Yeah. Because it's, it's just mostly for the acting ability. I mean, Peter Dinklage, the Dinkles, is outstanding. Mm-hmm. We still got to have you watch that uh, Key and Peele sketch. <clears throat> Dinkles. Dinkles is my shit. I mean, Tyrion's really the MVP of... Of the show. Of the show. I was so worried they were going to kill him this episode. You know, he's managed to get out of a just ungodly number of crap situations. You know who else? Sir Davos. Sir Davos. He survived the Blackwater. Yep. He survived... Winterfell. The Battle of the Bastards. Yep. The Long Nights. Mm-hmm. And the sacking of King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And he can't fight. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Homie survived wildfire, man. Remember mm. that? Uh, Sir Davos is one of my favorites from the show. Uh, Bronze a joy. Oh, he didn't get nearly enough screen time this no. season. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> and you know, I always liked Arya. Oh, and Brienne's my girl. You know, it, did anyone tonight get a bad ending? I mean, Danny got killed. That wasn't a great ending for her. No. But that was, that was so telegraphed. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. From let it be fear, you're like, oh well, you're dead. You're dead. You're so dead. Yeah, you're dead. You're mega level dead. See, I knew you were dead, but now, I know you're dead. <laughs> uh, anyone that you really felt that they did dirty? Uh, Lady Stoneheart. I really don't understand how they don't they didn't have her in the show at all. I understand that it would have made things maybe slightly more complicated, mm-hmm. but to not have Lady Stoneheart, you don't give me Caitlyn Stark wreaking vengeance across the Riverlands. Come on! I think they did Cersei dirty. I think that's fair. I think she should have had a better something more to death. do this season. Yeah, rather than just fuck your on and then die. Yeah, unceremoniously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jamie? Definitely Jamie. Definitely Jamie. It just sucks that you had this great redemption kind of story laid. I really hope it's different in the books, but I don't know. We'll see. The prevailing theory in my office is that George is coming out tomorrow and being like, Winds of Winter is done, should be out by the end of the year. It's not what's going to happen? It's not at all, no. It'd be hysterical, though. (laughs) So, yeah. Game of Thrones. Well, and here's another question for you. When, if slash when that next book comes out, are you reading it? I think I would still read it. Yeah? Um, You know, I think it is a little frustrating because there are things in the book storylines that I know going on that are that probably are I we know are irrelevant now 
Um, maybe. 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 Right, maybe. You know, you don't know how closely they were actually going to stick to his formula or to what he intended to do and um, if he even told them the right things. Uh, I mean, that's true. He could go a completely different It could direction. just be like, this is a very, very, very basic. But, game. you know, Game of Thrones, the, the, the books, you know, he, he does a really good job of, you know, building the world and, you know, having, seeing different things. And it's, uh, it's in, aside from some of the annoyances, like break your, break their fast. Uh, it's enjoyable to read, mm-hmm. you know. I will so. have to go back and reread the books because I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the show has been so prevalent that it's just I, I got nothing from the books yeah. anymore. You know, so if we ever do get book six and then eventually book seven, I will have to. And that, that that's a bad thing. I have no problem with rereading things, but no. Um, I you know there's a little worry with the books that. You know, he's just written himself into a corner and he doesn't know how to get out. Um, well, I think and he's talked Marine about stuff, that. Yeah, he yeah. definitely has. Well, and there's there's world building and then there's definitely adding too many POV characters mm-hmm. to a point where it's just, this is just too much. Yeah. It's so complicated that it's just like... I mean, there's a reason why the show, you know, probably to its detriment... Um. Uh, uh, pared it down to really just the Starks, Daenerys, and Lannisters. Yeah. You know, but... I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Game of Thrones. So, uh, it, would you recommend someone who has not seen the show starting it? That's a tough one. It's like the Dragon Ball question. Kind of. But I would argue Dragon Ball is a pretty solid ending. Yes. This does not. So, you know, it's the same issue I have with... Uh, there's this podcast called the Black, the Black Tapes Podcast. Where it's great. It's absolutely outstanding. And it has probably the shittiest ending to anything. In, like, all of media. <laughs> And it makes sense, in quotation marks, for the format, because it's a podcast, Mm -hmm. and you get to a point where, why would they be recording anymore? But that's, it's kind of a found footage thing, where you just kind of buy into that shit. Right. You know? But it literally just ends. And you're like, I'm sorry. No, you were building up to, like... And it just... This giant, like... (laughs) fuck all like battle between like good and evil and we're just not gonna do that okay you know but it's so good the lead up that you like want it's like the stand too have you ever read the stand no the lead up the, the first part of the stand is outstanding because it's it's talking about how uh the disease is i believe it's captain trips that just plows through the population and like decimates like the United States. Okay. And the way it's described is awesome. Okay. And then you get to the ending and you're like, I'm sorry. What? But that's a Stephen King problem. Yeah. 
uh, you know, but that's my understanding is he does that very very good with it, it's you know getting you there and then you get to the ending and he's just like um <laughs> the clown's a giant spider there we go and underage gangbang um but uh yeah so <sighs> i don't think i would but those first couple seasons are so good I you know I I I, I might recommend. W- I think it would be with the caveat. The returns are diminishing. Yeah. Once you get to like season four, there's going to be a severe dip in quality. So yeah, just I, be prepared for that. Yeah, I you got to give the. You got to give the talk. Before. You got to give the talk. It's got to be. You're just the ending is super disappointing, and that's. But I think that first season is just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. That it's it's people should watch that. Now here's another question for you. Lay it on me. Would you watch another series by the same showrunners? No. No, I would not. Well, that's a quick. <laughs> I think I would watch something that's an adaptation, um, that's completed. But I would not watch anything. Um, purely original from them. See, my problem is I don't think that they're very good with writing female characters. I think they're mm-hmm. if they are going to be showrunners again. I need some women in the writers' room. Mm-hmm. And again, I did a little research. It doesn't look like there are. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe there are. In, I, for Game of Thrones, I didn't. I don't think I would give them a chance again until I until they got a season under and like I could get feedback from other people. Not only that, but I, I think it's because I've read that HBO was like, we'll give you 10 episodes for these two seasons, mm-hmm. like 10 episodes for both. And they were like, no. And that's such a detriment. Well, to me, it says like, no, we just want to be done with this. Right. And it's like, well, fuck you. You started this. You need to finish it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's great that you want to go and, like, ruin Star Wars now, but you got to finish what you started, asshole. Mm-hmm. Or step down as the showrunners and let somebody else do it. Yeah, I so. agree. Now, I, I would be, um, I'd be very, very hesitant. Well, especially when they're uh, creating something called Confederate. Two white guys. Yeah, and now. Now we're doing this. We're doing this now. I just, I have no time for it, so. And I'm not super excited for whatever they're going to do in the Star Wars universe either. But, I mean, st- you want to talk about diminishing returns. That's Star Wars for you. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll go and we'll see episode nine, but I think I'm good for a while then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Give me a good Star Wars game. Right? Like that was Knights of the Old Republic, is one of my favorite games of all time. It was such a good way to explore the universe. Mm-hmm. I don't need a movie every year. I don't need two movies every year. I don't need shitty prequels. I don't uh, like. No, a Star Wars movie shouldn't be like. Oh, here comes another one. You, it should be <gasps> a Star Wars movie. Well. In uh, not to turn this into a Star Wars podcast, but I have a thought, and I'm gonna get it out. Get it out. Rich Evans at Red Letter Media. 
has a, has a very good point. One of the patron uh, saints of podcasts of of our of our of our home of our home. <laughs> Can we put a picture of him right there? We should. Yeah, um, the one where he's all slouched <laughs> over on the couch, with that miserable look on his face. We should get that framed and have that up in our house somewhere. Um, he has a good point that you know, in the, to make a Star Wars movie, you there are certain elements you need. Um, and that makes the universe very small. Well, you've talked about that before. Yeah. I have. But I think that's why Knights of the Old Republic worked so well is because it was set so far before... Uh, <laughs> 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 it was set so far before, you know, the... Uh, You're uh, not collapsing under the lore. Right. You don't need AT-ATs because they haven't, they're not around. Right. You know, you could do thing. You could do other things in the world with the Force and all the other stuff. But you're not bound to. No, oh, we've got to have a cursory Yoda appearance or right. any of that crap. It's just no. Let's just bounce around and tell a story set at this point in time in this universe. Right, and you know, get away from this time period. But well, that's why some of the extended stuff from. And again, we shouldn't. This is like a whole other podcast, but. You can't explore the universe. It doesn't always just have to be within the very strict set guidelines. But mm, Mass Effect. What? I, that's what fan fiction is for. So um, so I don't know uh, what we're going to do next. Um, obviously, beyond this will um, more than likely be the end of Beyond the Red Waste. Yes. Um, if, if you one day... If, open up your podcasting app and there's one more then good on us but uh, in all likelihood this is it so I don't know um, we really haven't discussed what we'll do next if we'll do something else I mean there are some HBO shows that we haven't watched or you haven't finished that I think would be ripe for either a, a first watch through and discussions like I have you ever seen any of Deadwood I've never seen any of Deadwood no I and haven't. I would actually really like to watch it. I think there's only a couple seasons. So I think that's something we could potentially do. Um, I do. I think what we should do is we should create a new podcast that is TV focused, mm-hmm. um, but not tied to one show necessarily. No, kind of whatever we're, we're watching Maybe, in the moment. You know, oh, so Bob, you want to create a space where I can discuss... It's always sunny in Philadelphia, as much as my my twisted heart desires. <laughs> You'll give me a platform to talk about the Flowers for Charlie episode in its its existence within the Newman Cinematic Universe for hours is really what you're saying, and I'm surprised that you would do that for me, or maybe with me. It's late. We should stop. <laughs> Uh, so uh, if you miss the Pacific Rim fangirling, folks, you can always catch it on After the Movie or any of the other uh, Beyond the Red uh, Beyond the Red Waste podcast, any of the other Team Puma Knife podcasts that we have. Um, follow us on Twitter at Team Puma Knife. Uh, check out the website TeamPumaKnife.com, and we'll uh, at some point we'll we'll figure out what we're what we're gonna end up doing. Well, this was our first, right? I think Beyond the Red Waste was our first. So it's a little sad. 
it is a little sad. Yeah, because after the movie spun off of this, because right. we went and saw Independence Day Resurgencer, and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we need to talk about this. Resurgencing. <laughs> we need to talk about this a lot. So, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put this on the, on the Red Race, and it'll be fine. And then that's where kind of the movie thing came from. So, yeah, this was our first podcast. Aww. Aww. How far we've come. Not really. That we still we're are still terrible about posting. We're terrible about posting. We have better microphones, though. We do have, we have much better microphones. Upgraded the setup considerably. We we have a we have a setup here that you might think we're professionals. Oh, but we're not. We're so far from. We it. are not at all. No. We can't stay on topic. I I talk about a a six year old movie that no one gives a shit about way too much. Uh, we bring up fan fiction constantly that wrestling like, wrestling all the time that has nothing to do with anything. We we talk about there are Star Wars tangents. There's just red letter media. Yes, it's we're all over the fucking place. So if you have stuck with us, good on you. We appreciate it, uh, and hopefully you will continue to do so because we do love you very much, the dozens. So thank you as always for joining us, and we will. See you out there beyond the red waste. I did a thing. I saw you. Did, I did, you did a thing. I saw you did a thing mm-hmm. there. Good night, folks. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>